I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Okay, I have to tell you something, Heather. If I, I swear to God, if I hear my husband one more time out of like under his breath say, God, Heather's killing it while he's looking at Instagram <laughs> or Facebook, I am going to freak out. It is literally, I almost want to record it for you. It's literally, I guess in the evenings when he's gotten on his phone and he's scrolling and I just hear the, God, she, did you see she closed another one? She's freaking killing it. And I'm like, cool, babe. <laughs> cool what's your reaction well i'm listen i'm in the prime of my life what can i say i and it's a it's a lot of smoke and mirrors you know Um, you're 40 and fabulous yes 40 and fabulous um you know it makes me a little uncomfortable because i am that you have fans that you now have fans rooting you on yes and and that fan is taylor mckittrick what i want to say is like i don't know why i've just been so busy which is so great but like it's going to be crickets the rest of the year it's gonna be like it's not you're just gonna, gonna be me going. doing annoying reels because I have nothing else to <laughs> I don't No, a ball in motion stays in motion remember my um inspirational quote that's, that's right. also physics you're gonna keep doing great I need I need a little momentum girl I need a little momentum but and Taylor's not helping the support no, system <laughs> Thank you, Taylor, for realizing my hard work and he's proud of you. No, he's proud of randomness that is this world. I thought you would appreciate appreciate that. Heather, I also have to tell you this. I had another call of someone who wants to start real estate and you you and I clearly are not doing our job on this podcast, which is to deter everyone. Yes, yes. we're supporting everybody apparently I love how you told them just to go listen to the podcast I did what a jerk I am I mean we had a lovely conversation and then I literally said you know episode would really help you with this and I find myself being like well you're gonna hear me say this on the pod yeah but I'm just so I'm quoting myself now well to quote Taylor you are killing it (laughs) thank you with the podcast and you know, being a mom. Marketing thereof, being a mom. Love you for it. You're the best. Okay. The other thing we have to bring up is before we got started, I banished your phone (laughs) from this podcast. (laughs) Do you want to tell the listener why? Well, in the, in the last episode, um, there was a moment right in the middle of you telling kind of a, Oh, a realtor in our office gave us this great tip. No, I never, I know exactly which one it is. And while you're saying this, I have my phone and I realized that I had just done a just listed because again I'm killing it I have too you many are. listings That's to even right. so I posted the wrong street address <laughs> and it hits me while we're in the middle of recording and I have blasted it to every single social media thing I can like league league is about to roll out the whole marketing thing that they do and I have the wrong street address so I'm quickly doing damage control on my phone while you're talking. And I, I can, when I go back and listen to the podcast, I know exactly what moment. Cause I just like space out completely. I, you, it was dead eyes. But you're like, so good at this. Cause you're like, you're like the Jimmy Fallon of like, you can tell or Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. Like you're, you just like, Oh, okay. I guess that, cl- you know, that, um, hit too close to home. <laughs> 
And, and he I literally, literally, I think I used so, yeah. that phrase twice in that episode because I literally looked at you and I was like, something has gone wrong, but I can't stop. We can't stop. The ball was in motion, Heather, but I'm dying. I would never tell you what to do, but no, today I was like, to. we're going to put your yeah, phone away. Because I also have undiagnosed ADHD, I'm sure, or whatever the thing is. So yeah, my phone is down and you've given me instruction that I'm able to flip it over for one thing That's right. and then back. That's right. And we're going to make eye contact this whole time. I have time. my watch on. I guess. <laughs> I can still see text messages. <laughs> oh, well, we don't even need to make eye contact with just each other today yeah. because we have a guest. Yay! It's actually part two of a previous mm-hmm. episode that we recorded with our lovely favorite, Scott McKnight. And today we have on Natalie Pyland, who is actually an escrow officer and has been with McKnight Title for two years. You can tell in this podcast, we love, our, we love ourselves some McKnight Title. Mm-hmm. Natalie is originally from Ardmore, Oklahoma. She went to Oklahoma State and she actually got her degree in hotel and restaurant, restaurant hospitality, which I find fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I feel like either between real estate and hospitality, we would go toe to toe with the amount of stories we could tell each other. So maybe she'll bust out some of those for us today. She moved to Fort Worth in 2015. She has been doing title work for 10 years, which she said, apparently you guys both knew that once you get in, you never get out. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, she lives in Fort Worth with her husband and two children. And we are thrilled for her to be here today. Yes. Natalie, thank you for also coming. Also cute as a button. Oh, uh, thank you guys. Adorable. We've got to step up our game, Heather. That You'll whole- look great. Oh, we got to, we need to. The I earrings think, were, Yeah, I know you had to take them out, but. Well, my and I guess yours too, Caitlin. Like if I just put leopard yes. shoes on, it makes yes. me for some reason think that I'm like, okay, everything. I'm fancy, if you will. Yeah. I'm suddenly fancy. That's yeah. all we do around here. We throw a sweater and some jeans and Same. some leopard shoes yes. on. Yes. Like I'm wearing a blanket. Natalie, you look adorable. <laughs> That's a cute blanket though. It is weather appropriate. You look adorable. And yes. I'm so glad you came back. I'm so thrilled we did not scare you away when you brought Scott that last time. And we said we wanted to do a part two because title tends to I love to how be- we just- let everybody know that you had to physically bring Scott here. <laughs> you lied to him and told him that you were going to get coffee right. and you showed up here at the yes. studio. Yep. Um, but because title is so confusing to all of us and so many people, we were like, we need a part two of this. We have to get some of our questions answered. And I think it'll be super informative for pretty much everyone in the world. Don't you think? I hope so. I will be. <laughs> Worldwide. Okay, Importance. Natalie, what's your story, girl? Well, a few months ago, I got a call from this sweet agent and um, she's like, I'm going to have this great listing coming up and, um, you know, it's going to be this price point, whatnot. And so months roll roll by. This was probably back in October. Um, I didn't hear or see anything for a while. And um, as we do as realtors, uh, hey, I got a good one coming your way. I was going to say that. I got a good one. Nothing. Crickets. (laughs) Um, So I finally get the contract and it's well, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but anyways, I got the contract. I've been reaching out to the seller to get the information from the seller. Um, you know, I need marital status. I need to know, um, you know, if we're paying any mortgages, social security numbers, all the things. And so we email like this form. I never get it back from the seller. And finally, if like the week of closing, I call the seller and I'm like, Hey, you know, I, these are the things I need. Well, first off marital status She's like, why, why do you need, why do you need that? And I'm okay. like, well, um, Texas is a marital rights state. Your spouse will need to sign at closing. Well, you know, he wasn't on title whenever I purchased the property. And I'm like, that it is what it is. As we learned in the previous episode, <laughs> yeah. it matters. It matters. And so she was really hesitant to give that information out. She did. Um, but the sweet agent 
thought that they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Ah. Um, so True anyways, love. yeah, <laughs> as for the social, she gave it to me. There was a judgment on the property for like an unpaid car, I think. I don't know what that means. I'm going to be honest with you. Can you tell me what a judgment on the property means? Well, it's not on the property. It's against the person. Oh, so, okay, yeah, okay. Sorry. So the judgment is against her, not the property, but we still have to get something from the judgment holder stating, you know, that this isn't going to be attached to the property, basically kind of like a release. So um, it's kind of like a debt that they have. It is a debt. That it's they a have. debt that they have. Okay. Um, just like credit cards, unpaid credit cards, that kind of thing. So I need the information from her. She finally gives it to me. I reach out to the judgment holder and they send me a payoff. Well, the seller asked for the payoff. So I sent it to her. She didn't want to pay it off. And I, I get it. You don't want to pay it off, but yeah, like we have either. to, yeah, <laughs> it's a debt that you owe, but it can't. Ta- so the judgments can't attach to the homestead property and what we were selling was part of it. Anyways, she gives me the information. I get the payoff. She asked for the payoff. So I sent it back to her and she had been calling the judgment holder too, trying to get them to reduce the amount. Cause you can do that. You can call and get the, re- the judgment amount reduced. And so she asked for the pay if I give it to her and she comes into my office the day of closing, like two hours before closing. And she's like, here, here's the, the release. We don't have to pay it off. And I'm like, okay. So I said, well, I'm going to have to go send it to the judgment holder and ask them if this is for what, sure, because what, it has to come from the judgment. Okay. Holder. Well, I was going to say, it's probably not normal for a her individual to come yes. in with the letter. Usually right. you probably get that directly from the. Yes. I have whatever. to get it from yes. the lender. So your spidey senses are up at this point. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they had been for the entire yeah. time. <laughs> they um, are red flagging oh, it. Yeah. The whole process. Because she kept calling me and asking me, you know, what does this release have to say exactly? And she asked me that every single time. So she was basically writing it down what it needed to say. Oh my God. And so she, she took the payoff that I had sent her that I had received as a fax because people still fax um, which is probably safer than actual emails, but yeah, at this point, at this oh, welcome yeah. to 2023. Yeah. So, um, she had taken that payoff, basically whited out, typed up basically what I had said, stating that the, there was no money owed on this judgment, um, and that they were going to clear it and charge it off, but it was in different font oh than God. the payoff. The like there, yeah, it was, it was just crazy. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm going to have to send this over to the judgment holder and, um, ask them, you know, if this is, for sure. She was like, well, how long is that going to take? And I was like, well, as long as it takes them to get back to me. And she's like, and well, closing we'll just- is in like two hours, two hours. No. Oh my God. And so she's like, well, we'll just pay it off. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we, we paid it off. So, so the next, so we close on a Monday, the next day is Tuesday. I end up having COVID didn't, didn't know it on Monday, oh, but you were having a good week. I was having a great yes. week. Yeah. Yeah. So she's emailing, she's calling the office. The receptionist is texting me like, Hey, she keeps calling and I was like, I don't, I don't know what she wants. We're yeah, closed. Yeah. It's done. Um, so she emails me and she's like, please call me star six, seven. Um, that's a blast from the past. Yes, it from, is. I know. From 13 your, and calling a boy. Yeah. From, yeah. From your cell phone, star six, seven. Does that still work? I, I don't know. <laughs> I need to talk to you. And I said, I'm sick. My son is sick. I have a sore throat. I'm, I can't call, but I can email you. Um, and she's, she's saying, I talked to the judgment holder and said, and they said that it's going to be charged off that, um, no money is owed. And I said, well, we've already sent the check. We overnighted it to them. Um, so they will have to send the check back to me with a letter stating that no, no money is owed. And so left it at that. Didn't hear anything. I was out the rest of the week with COVID come back to work. I think we were off on Monday for a holiday Tuesday. She starts blowing up my phone again. Oh, she's back. She's back. I didn't answer. 
So yeah. she left me a voicemail and she said, I need to talk to you or your supervisor. It's bad on me that I didn't respond and I didn't answer the phone, but no. I just couldn't. I was done well, at this it's point. Called, you're protecting yourself at yeah, that point. Absolutely. For sure. So I didn't answer all day long. And then the next day I was out because one of my kids was sick. Story of my life. Uh, Literally welcome to all of our yes. lives. Yes. So I had to leave early. So I was there that morning. I had to leave early because one of them was sick. And um, I get a text from one of my coworkers that she was there. She showed up to my office. Holy crap. To talk to me. And um, anyways, our escrow manager ended up talking to her. And basically the woman said all the things that she had said to me for the past three weeks. And mind you, this process started in October. She could have gotten this judgment taken care of long yeah, time ago. Yes. Anyways, so that that's my story. Oh, so let me <laughs> recap for us because this process took several months. And what basically happened? I'm sure you see judgments all the time, Natalie, right? Yeah. Which now you know what that is. Uh, thank God. You're just Vocab throwing it out word. there like you know Look it. at me right? using it like I know what I'm saying. <laughs> and here you are saying, listen, all we have to do is basically pay off this lender, right? Is that kind of, or like a like Well, a kind of. I mean, we or, have to get a payoff um, or a statement stating that no money is owed. It's not going to be charged. It. It, it's not um, against the homestead property. Okay. It's a little ding on their little report that you get. And all we had to do was prove this. So she not only forged a document, yes. she proceeded to harass you yes. after said document, after she basically got caught. Yes. And then did the judgment actually ever get resolved? It did. Because she said, yes, you can go ahead and pay it off. Right. When she realized that things were not going to move forward unless that happened. Right. So she thought she was smarter than the system. Oh, for sure. Well, Do you see that? star six, seven something. It's it trumps every other establishment yeah. or institution. Your or IQ process. is so, so high. I, I don't know. She's pretty brilliant. Natalie, I'm do to you figure out see what star that? six seven is? Please, can you do it too? Can you call my phone after a yeah. star six seven and let's yeah. see if it doesn't come through? Natalie, so do you see that a lot where people are either forging documents or think that they can like, like, you know, mess with the system? I, I mean, I haven't seen it in the ten years I've been doing Holy it, but I know moly. it. I, I know it does happen. Um, it just shows you every deal is different. Oh, for sure. That's wild. Yeah. So that was probably one of the more bizarre scenarios that you've had in this industry. Yes. How did you get into title? Because what we were saying before was I, prior to being in the industry of real estate, I would drive down the street, I'd see a title company and I'd be like, not only do I not know what that is, I don't know. How does one actually just go in there and say, hey, I'd like a job here at this place. <laughs> so how did you get into title? Um, very random. I was working in hotels. Um, I was the front office manager, um, for a certain hotel in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, um, I hated it. I had a terrible manager, um, or GM. And, um, I mean, I was working overnights, weekends, holidays. And oh, forget it. Of course. I mean, I went to school for hospitality, so I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, but, um, I, 4th of July, 2013, I went to my best friend's house and we went over to her neighbors across the street and hung out by the pool. And the neighbor was like, I need someone that can come in and help me and just kind of be my assistant and end up being a closer. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. You were but like a nine to five yeah, in an office? It was nine I'll to five, it. Monday through Friday, no holidays, no weekends. Like, yes, sign me yes. up. And so I did. And I moved to Enid, Oklahoma, which is in Northwestern Oklahoma. I was single anyways. Um, and that's, that's how I did it. Um, I got thrown into it literally like did not know what Head a warranty first. deed, didn't know what a warranty deed was. That's okay. We don't either. Um, didn't know what a deed of trust was and <laughs> yeah. Um, and here you are, here I am. And you but 
And you've been with McKnight for two years. Yes. And now you know everything there is to know about title. Oh, for sure. Oh, well, no. no. I don't. <laughs> yes. As my husband said, literally, and I quote, because I asked, he had a job, evidently his first job was at a title company and I had no idea what he did, but, and I quote, <laughs> he said, it's the best job for anyone young. You learn a thousand times more than you can at other places. Title company is where all the smart people are in the transaction. They understand every part of what's happening most of the time better than the realtor or the loan officer. I mean, that's Natalie, so nice I'm going to get that yeah. needle pointed on a pillow for you yes. because that was the sweetest. Well, first thing. I was offended. I'm like, I'm a realtor, <laughs> but then I'm like, you are 100% right. 100. So sweet. So we sweet. did talk when Scott was on about how you guys are basically God to me. Like I mm. literally say, I don't, it's like, let's just pray to title. Basically that's so sacrilege. Yeah. <laughs> I really, you that guys should are, be our new like hashtag, hashtag let's title about that. Pray to title. Yeah. Let's ask title. So I guess that's what I'm saying. Like you guys just hold all the knowledge for us, or at least I feel that way. Like obviously we can be out there conducting business and we can be out there doing kind of what we know. But at the end of the day, we literally can't do our jobs without you guys. Right. You guys are the, are the glue that holds it together. I had a quick question, Natalie, and then Heather, I want you to jump right into yours. But I recently had another agent tell me that she's working with a client. This client literally said, I do not want title insurance. They didn't even want to ask the seller to pay for it. They didn't want to pay for it. They did not want it. Something about they thought they had a friend that could run some type of policy. You're you're smirking at me, which I think is like the perfect you know <laughs> right. response to this question. Yeah. So my question is, what does that mean for that buyer? What does that mean for the seller? If you just do not include it, how does that transaction move forward? Scott had got into it a little bit, but I would love to know a little bit more about it. Yeah. So we can't really close the transaction. Um, if title insurance isn't being issued, you'd really need to go to an attorney to do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so it moves out of the title world and to maybe a real estate attorney or any type yes, of attorney kind real of thing. Prefer. You, you would yeah. real estate attorney. Um, Heather and I had that deal. Yeah. I think whenever I first started with McKnight. Yeah. Um, and we weren't able to insure it because there was someone who was still attached. Yeah, he yeah. was entitled, but had like gone away and they hadn't heard from him in like 15 years. Yeah. And that's exactly why you want title insurance is because that can happen. That guy could come back and okay. say, um, you know, I own this property. And then it's kind of taken out from, you know, the buyer. So and with that's the insurance, you were, even if that guy came back, it was like, it doesn't matter. We have insurance on this thing that says that you can't take over this property. Right. Kind of. Or kind they've, of. they've done their due diligence to say this is a clear title policy. You Got don't it. run the risk of somebody else, some crazy uncle from 15 years coming. Like they're insuring it and saying, we've looked at, I think this is one of those. Yeah. Heather, no, Heather right. do you don't work at Title? Yeah, yeah, I do. Are you an escrow <laughs> officer? Do, yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're basically taking that headache off of the new buyer that we've done all, that's what they're there for. Like we are doing all the research. We're doing all the, all the things. And Scott explained it as like, if you could buy car insurance and say, I will never ever get in a car accident yeah. ever, this is, and this is ensuring that I do that. So here's my next question for you. This particular buyer wanted to demo the house and build a new one. Does oh. that title still matter? So we don't insure the property. We, well, we, we don't insure the house. We insure the land. Ah. And so it doesn't matter if doesn't they just matter. destroy the house and build a new one. It's still it, that plot of land. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And my buyer... Like, I guess I, I guess I priced it wrong because there was, <laughs> it was such a good deal as an investment property, like, um, that he was like, he still moved forward with buying it and just took the, ran the risk of, mm -hmm. cause after a certain amount of time, then it will lapse. Then it's like, if you can, if you had it for four or five years, I forgot what the number yeah, was. Yeah, I can't remember either. And nobody has come back up to say, 
I own this property, then you're okay. And then you can move forward with getting the title policy, insurance, whatever. Okay. What's the difference between policy and insurance? Or is it the same? It's the same. Oh, yeah. I thought they like were your, two things. Just like your homeowner's insurance policy. Right in oh. town. I, I don't know anything about that either. So it I doesn't matter. those were two separate things. <laughs> See? You just think the I know. The policy is the... Is the insurance. Okay. Yeah. So the title policy is same thing as insurance. And that's what typically seller pays for. But in the past couple of yes. years, it's been changed. Oh, yes. You have a lot of buyers. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of buyers pay. Now, this is a question I didn't have on <laughs> because it just hit me. So title policy can be paid by seller or buyer. And I've even seen some seller and buyer split it. Mm-hmm. And it depends on the cost of the house, the sales mm-hmm. price of the house. It's set, it's set, set by the Texas Department the Texas, of Education. So it doesn't matter what title company you use. Right. It's going to be the same. Right. Um, so you really aren't saving any money versus going to different title companies, would you argue that it's more about your experience and your relationship with that title company? Yes. It's how you would maybe choose a title company or, or you know, like I just have sometimes sellers are like looking for the best deal like, as right. they all are. Yeah. And I'm like, my thought is always like, they're all the same. It's kind of like, I don't know, interest rate may be a bad, you know, but a lender for the most part, interest rates are going to be Roughly about the same. Obviously, there's points and all that stuff, but there's not any really deals to be had right. at title companies. I would argue right. if there was, you should be scared or skeptical. Right, I know. Exactly. It's not exactly. like a Groupon for warranty. Listen, I have a coupon for a title company. No, don't. That's terrifying. Right. Don't, you know, I mean, because I thought I thought about this one time. I had, a, I had a dear friend before I got into real estate. They ended up having to push their closing for weeks because the title company massively screwed something up. And I always thought about that, that they were first time home buyers. They actually didn't know the agent very well. I have no idea who even recommended or referred this title company, but I remember it making or breaking mm-hmm. a huge mm-hmm. thing for them. And I just, from that point on it, it becomes for me, like if we don't know them, if we can't look them in the eye, if we can't invite them on our podcast, yeah. we're not using <laughs> them, you know? Yes. yes. And I'm sure you, you know, feel that way. Well, it's about, yeah, it's about the relationships that you make. Um, and you know, we've been in business for 11 years this year. Um, local, I think those are important things. Um, and just the years of experience that everyone has, um, kind yeah. of makes it, you know, Cause you've seen so many transactions that you're like, Oh, this is how you do this. Yeah. Versus- and we, we have underwriters that are, you know, national and great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's also, what does know, an underwriter mean? <laughs> Um, Natalie, are you a don't dictionary they, for us? Don't they today? just sort of like double check what you? Do? Well, that's what the policy. That's who the policy is through. Oh, okay. it is the underwriter. So, like, like we use uh, Title Resources is one of our okay. underwriters. Like First American is an underwriter. But you're kind of like the conductor of all this thing, right? Like and you- so, we're doing all the work, and then Title Research. Like, if you had a claim, that yeah, you would go to Title Resources. They're going to come to us. Okay. But that's who their policy is underwritten through. Is that right? Okay. Heather, you had a great question that you came up with for Natalie about basically, and I want you to ask it, I'm going to shut up, but like about if she, if her working in this industry oh, had yeah. at all, you know, piqued her interest well, in what I've, we do. I asked that because sometimes, sometimes like I'll get the, this tiny thought of like, oh, like maybe I should just be like a title in the title company. That nine to five is calling your the name. Nine to five. It seems like y'all go to some happy hours. You, <laughs> you know, you have throw a some little killer parties, ki- killer parties, killer, killer swag, merch, all the things. <laughs> 
But then it's like moments like this where I'm like, like even these terms that we're learning, I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, has it ever, have you ever had that flip thought of like, cause you see some good realtors and I'm sure you see some not oh, so yes. good realtors. Oh, yes. Um, and you maybe see the flip side of what we kind of deal with, with not every client is um, the same or not every transaction is the same or all that. Like, have you ever thought about changing, like whether it's lending or real estate or anything? Yeah. I mean, I think we all have our days about yeah. wanting to change, <laughs> especially after my story. Um I've thought about it, especially whenever I, I cut those commission checks. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, she knows uh, how much uh, we make. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think, too, having the knowledge that I have about title would help if I oh, you know, absolutely. Be- became a realtor. But I don't know if I want to go back to working weekends, holidays, yeah. evenings. Um, I mean, I have, I've done my fair share of late closings. And, you know, I, I was at the office till 8 p.m. doing a closing on a Friday, you know, and I've got two young kids. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. I've had the thoughts, but I'm, again, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to work on the weekend. This circus. I mean, <laughs> and that's the same reason why for a second, I'm like, maybe I could just do that. Right. I mean, the we talk about that. We've talked about that on a lot of previous episodes. I mean, about how we couldn't do the nine to five and now here we are not doing it. And, and we're, we're like, like that grass is greener that grass is greener sometimes um so we i i don't mean to bombard you with technical questions but she's going but i'm going to because there are some things that we run into in that you guys are experts at and i'm gonna say i'm gonna say a really bad three-letter word and it is hoa Mm. and i know we all just sunk down in our chairs Mm. like just everybody buckle in but and we don't have to make it long but i guess my question is if we are helping a buyer purchase a property where we see that there is an HOA, what can we do to be as most helpful to them and you before getting to that horrible process where we're literally going back and forth between the HOA and you and we're getting the documents and da, 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 da. what can we do maybe ahead of time, if you will, once we find out that information that can help everybody? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think HOAs, you know, are great for some people who just want that st- structure. They don't have to really worry about, you know, lawn care and and whatnot, but there are a lot of costs that come with it. And so I think what I see a lot is that buyers and sellers aren't aware of how much it's going to cost to get that resale certificate. That is my God. 100% of the time that it's a thing. It is. What do you put in that spot on the contract? That's different. It's different. It's different. There's a resale cert and there's a transfer fee. Those are two separate things. A resale certificate is paid for by the seller. Oh my God. And I you would have to ask the HOA prior to, and that is, I don't do it, but now going forward, like, because it's, it can be anywhere 300 to $500 yeah. and you've got to pay it by debit card that day. Yep. Okay. So because I, I to, have called the HOA to find out so because of this exact thing. Like one day I'll call and it's $500. The next day I'll call and it's like some super bougie schmancy townhome community and it's $2,000 right. or something. So I have called before. See, I know a little bit. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like you just, Find out, you know, yeah, find out the information up front. Because like, it's always a seller paid cost that surprises everybody. And it right. has to be paid now. I've yes. even one time been like, I'll just pay it and you can Venmo me. Or, you know, yeah. uh, you know me. I'm Throw like, just money find, at it. Um, Throw because, money at but it. But the problem, you have to, and correct me if I'm wrong, like that has to be done to start the whole process. Yes. You can't wait you can't until wait closing. Till the, no. You can't sit on that. A lot of people like to wait until after the option period. But again, you yeah. can't do that because the time 
starts, you know, once the contract is executed, it's like whatever the number that, is. I put 15 days yeah. and 150 okay. is what I always put on there. Okay. And I don't know why. Okay. That's some, you know. Uh, it's very I, standard and that's what we see a lot. Okay. I think I say 10 and I say 200. Oh, I think I thought I, you were going to say $10. No, no. 10 days and 200. Okay. I don't know see, why I say I it either. And if I would, ain't broke. <laughs> I would probably recommend doing at least 15 because God. if the seller doesn't pay and that's, you know, up to you guys, whatever, but no, um, tell us how yeah. to do our jobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. Donnelly. <laughs> um, if you do, because the most management companies, so there's the HOA, which is, you know, I'm going to say like Indian Creek Condo Association, um, but they have a company that manages it. So that's going to be like CMA management or first service residential. Um, and they all take different, a different time to oh, yeah. complete these documents. And most of the time it's 10 to 14 um, business days, not days. So, um, do you remember you that one those- we did on the condo and the lender was, uh, and the, it almost killed it. Like it almost didn't close. Yeah. I have one right now that's supposed to close on Tuesday. Um, that I had a previous contract that terminated the day before closing because the lenders underwriter didn't like what was, yeah. it was a condo. And I think condos and, you know, just a regular residential, um, single family residence is different. It is um, different. Mm-hmm. I, my next question to you, I wrote down is why are townhomes and condos such a pain in the ass? And I, but it's because of this, like there's, there's so many other elements. I almost had a deal. Luckily I had a very, very, um, flexible buyer, but they were cash and they wanted to close fast. The only thing we were waiting mm-hmm. on were those HOA mm-hmm. docs. Yes. That's was our deal too. Yeah. Everything else was yeah. just fine. They had to extend like a week or over a week. And they, they were, no, they had a, they had a conventional loan. They did, but they were, they, they were just, it was all because we were waiting yeah. on, and I, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you get, you don't know what you're dealing with. It's not like I can call Natalie and be like, Hey, can you send this over? Like, sometimes I feel like the person you get a hold doesn't, no. doesn't really care. Doesn't, no. does, they don't have any fire under them well, to get them right. to, like, doesn't make any difference. I want to be like, sir, are you a volunteer? Yeah. Right. Are you volunteering in <laughs> sometimes this Sometimes they are. They are. If because it's like, a, if it's like just, you know, Joe Smith that lives at unit eight, he's the president. He's the president. Those can be pretty good because you, you are right. Yes. I don't know. You probably they know have some skin in the sure. game a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, or you just have their cell phone. You know? <laughs> yes. And they, they're like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Then I need a resale certificate. Okay. Send me a blank one and I'll fill it out. I'm like, oh, thank you. And then the, and then the HOA docs, like the, you know, CCRs and restrictions and all those things are online, which is great. Oh, Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. yes. And I love how they often send them to me or they'll, they'll tell me where to go find them and they'll (laughs) go ahead and read them. It's like 1100 pages. Uh I'm like, "Mm, I'm sure there's nothing in there. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure. Every time I hear CCNR, I think every single time, if you say CCNR, I go cross canyon (laughs) ragweed. Or Cleden's Clearwater Revival. Single time. I'm not, I'm not going to, like, no fail. This just shows I you just how much this. we know uh-huh. about what I we do. I know what it is. I don't know what it stands for. CCNR, Covenants and Restrictions. Mm-hmm. And Restrictions. Covenant, uh-huh. and your, and your. Heather, your anyway. knowledge of title and that See? you're busting out today is next level. I know more than I thought I'm we're very supposed impressed. To, I thought we're supposed yeah. to act like Dumb and Dumber on here and let, let her shine. But you know what? You too. That's what I told you to do. <laughs> I told you I don't know anything. Uh-huh. Setting me up over here. Well, um, there was something I wanted to ask. I know. And so, Natalie, we like to jump around here without any oh, rhyme or reason. This isn't chaotic at all. So, let me ask you this straight from you. So, sometimes, um, okay, let's say I have a seller, and, you know, realtors have their favorite title companies. And usually, and y'all probably agree, like the seller, like, kind of lets the realtor sh- drive that ship. Like, sellers, again, they want a deal, which we tell them there's no deals. 
and you know they, nobody burst really that cares. balloon at the beginning yeah. they yeah. don't yeah. really care right. unless they have unless they have a connection to a person right. at um so it's usually the seller's agent if they're paying if the seller's paying for it that kind of drives that boat but sometimes like another agent like will say oh well, we've already pulled title here does that mean anything can i feel like it's a way to like say don't worry about changing the title company but also i'm sure that's like step one of the process that we can say is done but yeah so when we pull title basically we we open a new order just like we would if we had received that contract and do the title search then so like as soon as it you list it we'll say hey can you open title just to make sure there aren't any issues that we need to clear up which you would know, have come in closing. handy when we all freaked out about the mineral lease thing. And oh, now yeah. nobody even checks anything. No one like, cares not about one. that. Right. Well, I just feel bad. I had one in Possum Kingdom Lake, which is a whole nother world. And so this person here, this like escrow officer, whatever you guys are called. <laughs> whatever you guys are called. Because um, she happened to be at her office and I was telling her about it. She's like, well, I'll pull title to see blah, blah, blah. Well, we ended up not using them because we used this title company out there. So like she just never talked to me again. I felt oh awful. Oh God. Because oh. I was like, does it, is it like hours and hours upon work? And now we're, I don't know. I, I mean, unless bad. it's like a sticky situation or there's like a lot of, um, you know, deceased people and heirs and okay. all that kind of True. thing. Like okay. it can, but you know that up front, you know, that someone has passed away usually. And agents will tell us like, Hey, this person's passed away. There should be a probate. Will you check? And you know, it's, it's not a long process. I don't think, I mean, yeah. unless it's just kind of crazy. She's and being nice. Well, She's I've been amazed nice at what you can do in such a quick amount of time, like throwing out these rope, you know, probate, robates, um, <laughs> throwing out these robates and, um, robots and CCR. Um, but no, you can just be like, Oh, just have them bring like the magic that you work is like, you know, what we, we get this, we'll get an email being like, Oh, well, there's no certificate of death on this person that you know you're saying has passed away but there's someone we get that email and we're like oh my god oh, oh straight god. panic my kids are never gonna eat again that's right and then you're like oh just get a copy of the-. and if they don't have it you're yes. like okay this is what you do and they, i'm like they always have a solution not and always she i, I mean i'm saying you're right good no, ones do. a good one natalie always has a solution the longer i've been in this business the more absolutely psychotic i've been about who the title company is going to be because to your question heather when i first started whether or not i mean of course when you you are the listing agent sure yes you're going to pick it. But there have been times where I've gotten on to be, I'm the buyer's agent and I've looked at that title company and I'm like, no, I'm not doing, I'm going to have a conversation with this agent because I had a really bad experience there potentially. So I've become just very, very like, no, we're, we're using this person and nothing worse than when I go on and look at that MLS listing and it's in like Plano. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> how do I even get there? Who are these people? Is there public transportation? Do they live in Texas? Okay. Like I don't, it's, yeah, is there public transportation? So those are, but I have become more and more just kind of like a control freak about it the longer I've been in this. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, as you should. Yeah. I had a guy walk into the Burleson office um, last year and he was so sweet. It was like this $10,000 lot. He didn't have a contract on it. And he's like, I've gone to a couple title companies and nobody will help me. And so I was like, well, I'll try. Yeah. And so it was this property in East Texas. He want, he owns a lot and he wanted to buy the lot next to it so nobody could build on it. And he's like, nobody, nobody will help me. And as so I looked at it, well, this couple owned it and the lady died and the husband deeded the property to her, their children. And then one child died and the child deeded it to the seller who would be the seller. 
And so there's, you can't get clear title on that. You have to have all these affidavits oh, of airship. Yeah. And so oh, I, no. I found the daughter on Facebook and reached out. Oh, and like, Natalie. So like, there's okay, a lot. Girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hi, you, um, you deeded this property to these people. And She's probably like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know me. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'm helping but a I gentleman. Did some, yeah. I did some Facebook stalking. Um, As we all do. Right. But I found her and anyways, she took a really long time to get these affidavits of um, airship questionnaires back to me and the sweet guy that walked into the office he would email me randomly you know he's hey how's it going you know have you heard anything I'm like I'm so sorry you know she hasn't sent me the questionnaire back and um, ultimately it ended up like it it would be better for them the seller or the people that own it now don't really own it free and clear um, for them to just let it go to tax sale and uh, tax foreclosure and so anyways, oh, I had I, to break that news to him and I felt so bad because she had sent me the affidavit of airship questionnaire back, yeah. but the information that's on there, like wasn't, it's, wasn't there's just a lot, to, okay. a lot to unpack. I was going to ask you this cause I'm sorry, but every single question, you know, answer that you've given to our questions to me has so many terms and so many details and my head is spinning a little bit right now. And so my question is, if you can't, what is the most complicated deal that you've done? Like that you've got into it and you've been like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, maybe it was this one, the well, Facebook yeah. stalking, right? Yeah. I mean, and I didn't even have a contract on it. Yeah. So, and like the guy, that's what pulling title would be. And that's when it that would be would like, be yeah. so if that guy walked in six months, they was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We actually closed <laughs> XYZ title. Yes. That's the point where you'd be like, you are dead. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, we have, I mean, we, I don't, it's not the hardest, but Natalie and I have a, he's a client of mine. He's great. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Love him to death. We both love him, but um, you know, he's just I, going back to every personality is literally different and, oh, yeah. and everybody does different things in different ways. Don't you agree? Like, oh yeah. Some people are fine, like just send me an email or whatever. And some are like, I'm going to send a Pony Express to I'm gonna print it out, print it out, um, sign it with, with an ink yeah. pen. So you have to do a lot of like personality and like, yes. you hand know, handling. Yes. I try to like, if I don't know the agent, I like reach out. I'm like, hey, you know, yes. would you prefer if I reached out to your clients or would you like to go ahead and do that? This is what I need. Um, and usually everybody's pretty good about getting back to me. Some aren't, but you know. This is why she's so good at her job. Well, and I feel Thanks, bad when sis. when there's a little bit of bad news and Ooh. she may, and it's always, we've never not gotten through anything, but I bet, okay, can you go ahead and call the buyer and tell him that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy to. I know, but it's, she's asking it like, hey, how do you think that they would, you know, respond? Would, do you want to tell them? Do you want me to? I'm like, okay. Oh, you insert yourself in that? All right, Natalie. Well, you're now going to be (laughs) my deliverer. I'm not trying to tell everybody that she, uh, (laughs) but some people probably would maybe prefer, like maybe they don't have a relationship with her yet or whatever. Like, you know, but sometimes I'm kind of like, let me tell them that they aren't married. (laughs) 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 Oh, I was like, um, again, jumping around. Um, I, when I first started doing this, like I know email existed, I know it did, but when I would get my first contract and be so excited about it, like you had, you have to receipt the page, meaning like a receipt, the contract yes. so that basically the buyer has given the title company, the earnest money and the option fee. And like, I would just go in with, I always had buyers. I never had any listings when I first started. Facts. I would just like go Absolutely. in with like a check from yes. my buyer and be Me like, too. I'm here to, s-. and the person on the other side of the desk was always like, what, like, what's the address? <laughs> and I'm like, I give it to her. And they're like, like, we don't have it. And I'm like, okay. Um, and they're like, did you bring the contract with you? I'm like, no. 
I'm like, I'll just never forget for like a year or two. This was like the thing I could not figure out. I'm like, can't you just print it out? So I would sit there on my Blackberry, <laughs> try to email it to them while they're like, and then she would be staring at me like, hasn't come through, hasn't come through. And then she would print page nine yes. so that she could do the thing. So then I got really, I would go in and be like, just email it to me. I don't have any paper, anything. Heather, when I walk into a but title I just company, don't understand. to this day, I and bring checks, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Do you wrong. bring like the page yes. nine with you? Yeah, no, how oh. no, I don't bring page nine with me. I walk in, I'm confused as hell, eight years into this. I, I know well, I'm doing I the right thing. I swear she'll get on the phone and be like, um, Heather Teams is here with, <laughs> she didn't bring the page nine. She did not bring the page nine. And I'll, it's like, I'll have to go down to Home Depot and like print off page nine and come back to make it. And then Home I'm Depot? questioning. I mean, yeah, Home Depot. See, I go to the wrong place to print it out. Office Depot. I, was, I used to go to Office Depot to print everything out. Like I was an idiot. I don't understand why. We do get a lot of people that walk in because like the contract has just been executed. Yes. The buyers are so excited to come in and they're like, well, we don't have this that contract That was me because I had one client. This my, you know. it's, it's literally still me. Heather, I, I literally walk in. No one has anything. Again, at least now I have y'all cell phones and I'm like, hey, yes. I'm coming in. I got this contract. I'll get to you. What, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But I do. I look at them. They look at me like I'm a moron well, and I and, don't know what I'm doing. And yeah, it's like this one client I'm talking about that we've done a lot with. Um, he loves like whenever you say we're seller accepts, he, he thinks that that's executed and like we're done. And like one time, instead of sending the 1% earnest money, he just like wired like 50 grand to her, <laughs> to, to right. you. It's like, just use the rest toward it. You know, deal's done. Let's do like, this. They don't even have the contract yet. And I'm like, Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> just you, money floating out. Just, in, yes. you know. So but I think, I think oh, us little God. agents that get really excited about our contract, like yeah. the minute I get yes. it, I'm like in the title coming, I'm like, here's a check. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I take it. But I, I never had page nine. I felt like an idiot every time. On that same level though. So I judged title companies by how, how they <laughs> treated me. And then I would test them out. I'd be, I honestly, I'd be like, I don't have page nine. Stand what are you going to do, do about Stand it? Stand there with your arms crossed. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to say, no problem. I'll print it out. That's what they should do. That is what they you should do. You would think do. so, but they make you feel like, like idiots. Dummies. No, well, it's not you. It makes, not you. Not you. Why not do you, you think we've become so ferociously yeah. obsessed with needing to work with McKnight and all the other good title well, you companies? you hear these horror stories. Oh, then yeah. some have been awful to me or like, you know, just... Mm-mm. I often wonder when I feel the disappointment of either a deal didn't go through or I have to take something off the market or something. And obviously I'm like six feet under at that point because, you know, something didn't happen. I often wonder if you guys feel that same disappointment. Like if if I've given you this this house and we've listed it and we've been on the market and then something changed, right? Oh, they just yeah. have to, the sellers just have to take it off. Like when I have to contact you and be like, hey, we, we, we tell that deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you as deep, dark, depressed as I am? Or are you like, it's just another day in title? <laughs> I mean, both. Yeah. I mean, it's just another day. Thank you for the empathy. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, we're, we're bummed because yeah. that's how we get paid too. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So um, we're all in this together. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Good. And at the satisfaction of something closing, you know, is, is good too. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah. Seeing it to but, the end. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. My next question for you, since we just, we are like ping ponging the yeah. crap out of this, which I just love because it yeah. means we're having a fantastic oh. time. But do with you, you really love it? Or are you freaking out? I'm loving it. Okay. No, good. I'm good. I'm fine. My I'll, phone is I face will down. edit it 
it later? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Okay. So Natalie, my question for you is what is, and I hate putting it this way because it makes it sound like you have this extreme of like the best part of your job or the worst part of your job. But like, what is the true highlight in title? And I honest to God need to know, because you guys have a very difficult job. Sometimes it is pushing a lot of paper and I want to know like, what is the best? And then what makes you not want to get out of bed in the morning? I'm going to need to know both of those. Right. Um, well, obviously the relationships that you build, I mean, God, that's what everyone says. It's I'm being, true. I'm kidding, it's honey. True. Of course it is. That's what every, I mean, like that, why are we all doing this? Right. But that's the joke. Like we, we, you know, bitch about this like for quite sure. a bit. And then we're like, no, it's the relationships. It really is. I mean, it's just the money for me. I don't even <laughs> know what you guys are talking about. I don't need you people. Anyway. Um, joking. yeah, the relationships, um, also the hours are better than, you know, some other jobs. Um, realtors, some realtors are great and then some are not so there's eight billion like we said there are eight so there's gonna be some not great ones yes um i have one in mind actually that we want to okay (laughs) name names no 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 keep it in here it's vegas people it's vegas Mm -hmm. it's vegas and then maybe the least favorite part um that seller that that i that one that that one that that just showed up and yeah the, yeah. you mean, so you don't like being harassed at your job is what you're saying. <laughs> right. I would have yeah. to agree. That'd be top yeah. of the list. I don't like giving bad news either. Like, Oof. you know, I, that's stop still the worst part of her our, do I know. It. That's the worst part yeah. of what I hate. I hate giving bad news. Yeah. Soul crushing. Um, and it's not your fault. Right. You know, but still you are the point of contact and you have to be the one that delivers. I had to call the listing agent yesterday on a, on a deal that Ugh. we've got a contract on that it's go, it's in probate and the court date's not until April 3rd and we're supposed to close on March 8th. So, I mean, that's not my fault, no. but, um, but if you're like us, we lay in bed and be like, it is our fault. Oh, yeah. our fault. Staring and at the ceiling. I said, I'm so sorry, you know, to this agent. He was like, it's okay. You're just doing your job. I'm like, Oh, thank you uh, for not cussing me out. Needle point that on a pillow. <laughs> right? I'm just doing my yeah. job. So, Oh, Natalie, I mean, just stay and hang out, will you? I sure will. Okay, yeah. perfect. I feel like once we all get comfortable, then we got to end it. Oh, it's you know, the worst. That's how every, it's we're, at like, the oh, height, we're at the height of the episode and we have to end it. It is the it's the worst part of our job, Heather. It is. Well, before we end, I want to follow up on something. Star 67 is what you do to hide your number. Star 69 will immediately call back the last number that you called. Good to know. She oh. would star 67 every time she called into the office. Oh, and I, I knew it was her because she's the only one that's doing it. She's <laughs> living in 1997 Aww. and utilizing tools from that era. This is unbelievable. I should have, I Googled, I did some digging um, on this person and found a felony of forging. <gasps> documents writing was on the for wall. An elderly person. Oh, for the love. I know. You know 10 what, years ago. I don't feel bad about talking about this person. I know. No, not at all. Natalie, love you. Love you guys. You're no, the cutest. I did learn a lot today. Uh, you you I both a lot. taught me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Heather is way more knowledgeable than I thought. We're going to have to. She really is. This dumb and dumber bit is not going to work for the well, next guest. I married a title expert, remember? <laughs> he spent years of his adolescence in a title company. so And has nothing but fond memories. Mm-hmm. But Natalie, you are the best. Thank you so much yes, for being here. Thank, thank you for you. literally being so good at your job that it makes us look better. Uh, we adore you for it because <laughs> God knows we seriously could not do our jobs without you. I have one question oh, yeah. before we finish. And I need to know if you saw the birthday gift that I got for Heather. Did you see what I got, Heather? No. I got Heather 
a nice little video message from Tracy Tudor, who is on Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. Oh. Wishing Heather a happy birthday. Good. I just needed this reaction. I'll go check it out. Will you go look it up? Yeah, I'll go check it out. Um, I am going to get Heather a real birthday present at some point. Because I still owe you a real Christmas (laughs) gift. But I'm still I, in the mail. It's, it's oh, supply chain shortage. Shipping yep. issues. COVID. <laughs> economy. Ice, ice storm. Inflation. <laughs> ice storm. Just throwing Coronavirus. Some supply chain terms. Snowbid. <laughs> Anyways, I will go check it out when you get a chance. And listener, if you also hadn't seen it, I am a, clearly a narcissist bringing up the only gift that I got Heather. <laughs> and I'm I'm very proud of it. But go check out on our Instagram yeah, so you can see good one. Tracy Tudor awesome. from Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles wish Heather a happy 40th birthday. That was pretty fun. So um, Natalie, we're going to have you back at some point if okay. you ever will agree to do that. We're going to, we need to have like an all-star reunion show. Reunion show. Oh, I like yes, that. maybe even a live show. I love it. Get crazy. Um, all right, listeners. Thank you guys for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure.